Hi to everyone listening. I'm Lindsay, owner of Cannabom CBD Topicals, and this is my podcast, Cannamoms, where I talk to other Cannamoms or non-moms, but always about cannabis. Today, I'm joined by a fellow Cannamom of one with another on the way. Sabrina Rebolito joins me to talk about cannabis use while pregnant, her decision to stop use to avoid CBS involvement, and how her personal blog about being a Cannamom landed her some really awesome writing jobs. Hi, Sabrina. How are you today? Hi, Lindsay. I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for taking the time to do this interview. You're like one of my favorite Cannamoms to follow. Thank you. I'm so excited for you to have me on here. So let's just start with, I know you have one son. How old is he? Yes, he just turned four in January. And how far along are you with baby number two? I'm 19 weeks. So I'm about halfway there. (laughs) Has the morning sickness and the first trimester hell eased up a little? No. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's gotten better where, uh, you know, in the beginning, the first trimester, I was nauseous, like every day, all day. And now it's just more in the mornings now and sometimes at night. But for the most part, it's it's just in the mornings. And then sometimes, you know, I have good days and sometimes I have bad days. Yeah. How about you? I know I know you're pretty you're, you're like, I think, six weeks ahead of me. Yeah, pretty much exactly six weeks ahead of you. I'm about 25 weeks. And yeah, that all went away at like 20 weeks. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, but like you in the beginning, I like couldn't leave the couch. I was just miserable so sick i've been so sick and i've been so tired like super tired which is really different from my first pregnancy where i was i felt normal i didn't get morning sickness just you know maybe like the first month or two and then uh and then i was just normal like i did i just i didn't even feel pregnant i had energy i was still going out until i was about seven months because i didn't even show until i was about seven months And I'm already showing with this one, which I'm like, wow, I already have a belly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me, too. I'm definitely bigger than I was at this point in my first pregnancy now. Are you consuming cannabis during this pregnancy? Uh, So not anymore. Um, I was in the beginning because, you know, the nausea was just so bad and I had like really bad headaches. And so I was I was consuming and oh, especially, you know, at night I couldn't sleep and Um, So I was consuming mostly in the mornings and then sometimes midday and then at night. But Mm then I spoke to my doctor and he was just like, you know, we keep, you know, because, you know, like they, um, you know, they take your urine every time you go in. And uh, he was he pointed out to me that I keep testing positive for for cannabis. So he didn't have a problem with it. He just was um, concerned about when I give birth. He was just like, you know, just try to test clean so that, you know, when you give birth, they don't have to, you don't have to deal with CPS. Right. And I, I mean, fortunately, you know, I'm not a person with chronic pain and, um, you know, or like other ailments that where I actually really, really need cannabis. Um, so I'm able to go without, I recently just stopped just so that I can test clean by the time I give birth. So, right. Um, as a person who consumes, you know, all the time, um, and for years and years, and it has a lot to do with, you know, your fat content to content too, because the THC sticks to your fat. So I know for me, it's going to take a while for it to get out of my system. So I figured I'll stop now. And then hopefully by the time I get, you know, give birth, I'll be clean. 
And, you know, if I, if I don't have to deal with CPS, I'd rather not. Yeah. I'd rather use cannabis than prescription medicine for like, you know, my PTSD and my anxiety and stuff like that. But since I've gotten pregnant, I actually don't feel like I'm like my anxiety is bad or, or my depression is bad. Like I just kind of, I feel better. Wow. I feel more happy. I mean, I, I'm emotional because, you know, everything makes me cry. Like, yeah, <laughs> everything. But, but, you know, like, even if it's happy tears, I cry. But, right. but as far as, you know, my anxiety, I feel like that's not really a problem for me lately. I haven't really, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm a stay at home mom. So sometimes, um, you know, my, I mean, my job doesn't end. So sometimes, I would get frustrated and feel like I'm overwhelmed and I don't, I just, you know, I don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. And lately I just haven't been feeling like that. So as far as my feelings in the pregnancy, I've actually been feeling better. Wow. That's amazing. Love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I was, you know, I was just like, Oh man, like, how am I going to like, I was prepared to continue the cannabis use if I really needed it. Yeah. Like if I was feeling anxious and I wasn't able to sleep at night and I, you know, I was feeling like um, angry or irritated or things like that, then I felt I was ready. I was prepared to just forget what the doctor said and I was going to continue my cannabis use. But since I've been feeling good, I, you know, I'm like, well, if I can avoid CPS, then why not? Do you think that if it changes and you find yourself like, thinking I really need some cannabis right now that you will choose to consume again? Yes, because um, I know that whatever I'm feeling, the baby is feeling. Right. And I'd rather not become an emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. Like it just, you know, even for my own mental health, like I don't, it's not, I don't go into a good place. It's not that I rage out or I, you know, I act crazy or anything like that I just I shut down and that's not healthy for me and I don't want my son to be around me like that and you know we're home all day by ourselves so I wouldn't want to put him in that situation and I don't I don't like that feeling so yeah I mean if if it comes down to it and I do feel like I I need it I I will I'm not opposed to, you know, just completely not doing it. And fortunately, my my spouse is supportive. And even now, like if I can't, if I can't eat, if I don't, because I don't have an appetite often. So he'll say, like, why don't you go smoke? Right. And I'm like, you're not helping. (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to. The temptation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah or it's like you know four in the morning and I wake up because sometimes my son will call me and you're from his room and he's like mom so then I go over there and then I wait for him to go back to sleep and then when I come back sometimes I can't go back to sleep and he'll tell me why don't you go smoke and I'm like well you're supposed to be helping me <laughs> you know like, but he's he I mean he doesn't care either way you know right, and, yeah and he even said himself that like if even if CPS did get involved we're, you know, we know it's going to be an open and shut case. So right, yeah. he's not worried about it. What state are you guys in? Uh, we're in California. We're in Northern California. Okay. Yeah. So, so it is, yeah. So it is, you know, recreational here and it's, it's legal and 
stuff. So, but that's why I know, you know, it'll be an open and shit case. I don't have any other drugs in my system. And, and he's not even, he doesn't drink or smoke. So before you stopped smoking this pregnancy, how often and what method of consumption were you using to help with your nausea? Uh, so before I stopped, I said before, you know, it was mostly in the mornings and like midday and then at night for sure. Right. I would just say like if I really needed to, I was really nauseous in the beginning. And so and I had headaches and I couldn't sleep. So I know in the beginning I said like three times, but if I needed to more when I felt sick, then I would. And were you just like rolling joints or? Yeah, I was um, rolling joints or using, uh, um, I was trying, actually trying to stay away from joints, but because of the paper, I don't know what, what effects that would have. Like, I mean, you know, I tried to using like rolls because I know that's like organic. Yeah. And But if I didn't have those, then I would use a pipe and I would try to use a, um, a hemp wick. Oh yeah, no butane inhalation. Yeah, I was trying to be as safe as I could be. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's where I land to. Just the safest place and way I can get it into my body. <laughs> Did you consume cannabis when you were pregnant with your son or while you breastfed him? Uh, when we would go out, like it was only socially. Mm. And I be, and that was because I did feel anxious. Right. Like I am the type of person to um, to smoke before I get social just to like calm down and calm my anxiety because I said we were still we were still partying I mean I wasn't like drinking or doing anything crazy I was always the DD but I had the energy to go out and and when we would go and like you know crowded places or music festivals and things like that I always felt like I need to calm like I need to calm my anxiety so if we were out and stuff I would smoke and um and then towards the end you know like at seven months I, I stopped because I was put on bed rest yeah. and then I just didn't really feel like I needed it because I wasn't going out and I was just at home. After I had him, I did, I did at first because I was living in California and, and I did breastfeed for I think the first three months, but it was, it was such a nightmare for me. It just didn't work out. Yeah. And so and so at three months, we actually moved to Utah where it was illegal. Oh. And yeah, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. And so like the first year, I didn't really consume at all, Yeah, which I, was really hard. Utah seems like a hard place to find good quality cannabis. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I tried a couple times and it just wasn't, it just wasn't what we're used to. And and I did make a friend and she actually would drive to Colorado and she's, you know, you know, in, in, in Utah, she was the connect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would get it from her and like towards the end of my stay in Utah, but for a long time, it took me a while to find, to find quality cannabis and to, you know, find someone because, you know, out there, you can't, it's not like you can go around asking people, like, oh, do you know where I can get this? Or do you know someone who does? And then even if they did know someone, they're not going to be open to saying, oh, yeah, so-and-so. Yeah, super conservative out there. Yes, very. So it, it was hard, you know, especially dealing with, dealing with um, PPD and stuff like that. It was a really hard year. Oh, yeah. So you experienced postpartum depression after your son? Oh, yeah, it was really bad because I was a first time mom and I had just, you know, left my family and my friends and everything I knew back in California. And uh, my uh, husband's job moved us to Utah. 
so that's why we went and I didn't know anyone there and I was a stay-at-home mom and I'm not the first time mom and and it was just all around oh and then it snows over there so then you just have cabin fever how long were you guys there for before you moved back we were there for a year and then after the first year they moved us to Arizona and then I was there for two years where um I lived in uh Gilbert oh my gosh that's where I live yeah, I, I lived in Gilbert. And then um, so while I was there the first year, I was still kind I didn't know anyone. And then after the first year, I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to do something like I can't, you know, friends are not gonna just pop in my life. And at that time, I didn't know how long I was going to be in Arizona for. Mm-hmm. And so I told myself, like, I'm gonna make an Instagram, and I'm gonna try to make mom friends in my area. And and then I, and then that's how Who Let Me Be a Mom started because I, I was reaching out to, you know, moms in the area and we were, you know, just talking and stuff. And, and I would, you know, meet up with a few moms and set up some play dates at the park and stuff. And then I started a blog. It wasn't really a blog that I was trying to get out there. It was kind of just something for me where I would just write my thoughts and mm-hmm. my feelings. And I did put the link in my bio, but it wasn't something I was promoting. And I wasn't trying to be like an influencer or anything like that. I just put it there because I thought that maybe the moms that I meet could relate to how I'm feeling. Yeah. And then uh, Cannabis Cactus, uh, I guess, came across my page. I don't know how. The magazine, right? Yeah. Cannabis Cactus magazine came across my page. And then they were like, hey, you know, we noticed that you're a mom and you use cannabis. And we're wondering if you wanted to write something for the magazine and I said sure so I wrote um my first article for them and it got uh, it kind of blew up I got a lot a lot of attention for it and I didn't wasn't expecting it and you know a lot of women reached out to me and were just thanking me for being honest and it was a lot of older women you know saying that how you know back in when they were my age they couldn't speak about it because you know Arizona was illegal before it was you know medicinal and and how it was hard for them to find other moms who also enjoyed cannabis and then cannabis cactus asked me to join their booth at Earl Cup okay and then so I remember I went to Earl Cup and I didn't even have a med card or anything I didn't I was just so like new right right and so I went and and then I was just like, everyone just was like, oh, my God, you're who let me be a mom. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so crazy when that happens? Yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't think that it was just it wasn't it was going to be anything. I just, you know, wrote my experience and I was honest. And and fortunately, there was a lot of women who appreciated that and could relate to that. And then and that's when. Earl Cup was in January and that's and then when I noticed you know a lot of women were like oh you know I really enjoyed your article and can you sign my magazine and 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 they were just really into it like are you gonna write another one like I really think that you should and so I was like okay and that's just and that's just how who let me be a mom started oh I love that story so much yeah, I mean, everyone, I get a lot of questions like, oh, how did you get into the industry? And how did you how did you start this? And how did you start that? And I'm like, to be honest, it just it just happened. Yeah, I don't I wasn't it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't, uh, you know, I just said I'm going to write and I just want other moms to not feel alone like I feel alone. Exactly. And, oh, so and cool. I, oh, 
yeah and then i started working for sublime oh yeah sublime brands and and then i met more people and and then I'm, and that's just what i did in arizona <laughs> i was a stay-at-home mom and then i did promos for for sublime so i'd go to events and get to network with other people and we and were probably fun. at a couple events together we just didn't know each other yeah i think so too i mean i remember um following you and then thinking like oh she was there i should have said hi or i should have looked yeah. for her but but i didn't know because you know at the same time we're not supposed to be on our phones at work right so, yeah <laughs> yeah so it was yeah i missed a lot of people but i mean Dang even it. Now, <laughs> i know even now that i moved to back to california i a lot of moms have been like oh like we should hang out and i'm like i'm sorry i don't live in arizona anymore but yeah. i totally did yeah damn well if i'm ever in northern california or you're ever back here we'll make it happen yes definitely are you up to anything like the stuff you did in arizona out in california do you work for any brands are you doing any writing or anything like that out there uh so i still write for cannabis cactus uh, i haven't written anything in a little while but i plan to soon especially my experience you know as um, pregnant and using cannabis in a recreational state, but um, I I didn't know because you know the the nothing's really going on with like promos and stuff um, yeah. because of the pandemic, and um, and then like uh, where I live, it's a really small town, and like the next dispensary is like thirty minutes away, mm. and so yeah. But I mean, I I hope. I hope to, and I, oh, and then I still, you know, I, I am also a freelance writer, so there's also other online publications that sometimes ask me to write for them, and then I, you know, I will, I don't, I don't mind, and, um, and yeah, that's where I'm at right now, I'm just kind of, you know, write, submitting my writings to whoever wants to publish them, and, and just kind of taking it day by day. Sounds great. Do you still have like a link or anything to the first article you wrote for Cannabis Cactus? I do. Okay. Um, so if, if you go to my uh, my bio on my Instagram, there's a link tree. Mm. And, and then if you click that, it'll, you know, a bunch of other links will pop up. But the first, I believe it's the first link and it says Cannabis Cactus. And when you click on that, it shows all of my writings on there. Okay, cool. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, and then uh, so I'm gonna plan on um, submitting more. I need to, I need to, because I was, I, I, you know, I started moving. Oh well, last year it was hard because, I, um, you know, my husband got in an accident, and then I was just kind of focusing on, on that, and then. Right. I think that's when then, I started following you. Was somebody had shared about your husband's motorcycle accident, right? Yeah, it was hard. It was a hard time. And then right, you know, after he was done with his uh, rehab, um, we moved to Northern California. So everything's just been like one thing after another. And so now that things have calmed down and then we're moving this week. Oh, my so God. Once, <laughs> I know. Once we move this week, then I can I can settle down. And I really want to get some, you know, articles written until before the baby comes. <laughs> yeah, because then it's just going to be even busier if that's possible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get as much stuff, stuff done as I can until until she comes, and then hopefully after that I can have some time. <laughs> yeah, for you, <laughs> time for yourself. Who would have thought? I know, right? How dare I? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
Um, do you ever receive any criticism or judgment from family, friends, strangers even, for your choices to consume cannabis as a mom? Surprisingly, the only people that judge me are my family. Mm. <laughs> uh, like, I, I mean, everyone knows. I don't hide it from anyone. I've never hit it ever since, you know, I... I I mean, probably in high, I hit it in high school and it wasn't until I was about like, I think 19 or 20 where I was just like, you know what, this is what I do and I'm not going to stop. Like everyone wanted me to stop, but I finally just put my foot down and I said, this is what, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I can't take these pharmaceuticals anymore because I'm a zombie. Right. I, I'm, I have no personality. I don't, I have, I don't have a, I don't have humor. I don't have any emotions. Like someone could be crying in front of me and I would just be like, stop crying. I don't know why you're crying. Yeah, when you're which on is, prescriptions. Yeah, which yeah. is really me. Because now I think about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Like if you need to cry, cry it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's totally different now. And I just felt like cannabis is what's going to get me through this and not, you know, not these pills. I was taking Cytoplam. I can't remember what it was called. Something like that. And it was during the day and then at night I was taking Trazodone. Oof. Yeah. And it was, I was just a zombie. I yeah. was just on and it wasn't enjoyable for me and actually the only time I was on prescriptions is the only time that I had suicidal thoughts yeah and and then when I got off of them and I realized that cannabis is my medicine cannabis is what's going to help me this is what's going to get me through life I can't be on these pills because one of these days I'm I won't be here anymore yeah and I was able to see that for myself and I made that decision for myself and I told everyone, you know, this is what I do. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop. That's it. And the fact that you felt like you even had to like apologize for it, for saying I'm picking what's healthier for me just because, you know, a government decided to deem it illegal and a schedule one drug, which is absolutely insane. You had to go through all of that hell, suicidal thoughts, zombie mode, and everything you had to feel shameful for your cannabis use when it's literally a plant that grows in the ground and helps you yeah it was a nightmare so my family knows and everyone will say like oh yeah you you are better now you are you know you do you do smile more you do show emotion and and you do want to hang out with us (laughs) and but whenever someone gets mad at me then I become the pothead right and then it then they use it against me so either are you cool with it or are you not that's the frustrating part like oh or go smoke like you're being a bitch oof yeah oh well maybe you're being maybe you're the one that's being a bitch you're not like (laughs) (laughs) you know because I'm also the type of person who I'm gonna call you out on it I'm you know if you're being rude to me I'm gonna give it right back to you so maybe they need to smoke (laughs) yeah Everyone, like, I think you need to smoke. Or, yeah. Wow, you're an alcoholic. You should probably switch to cannabis because you're trying to treat your problems with alcohol. Right. And it's not helping you. If anything, it's making it worse. So so my family, I guess, are both my supporters and my biggest critics. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. unfortunate. But at least they support it somewhat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least they're not going to roll their eyes or, you know. Yeah start problems every time they smell it or every time I say I'm going to go outside or something. 
So do you find yourself like kind of hiding it from them or do they follow your Instagram and everything? No, I, yeah, I don't hide at all. I don't, I mean, whether I get the criticism or not, I'm not, I refuse to hide. So, uh, my, you know, my, my Instagram is public to everyone and if my, I have lots of family who follow me and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them also don't criticize me. I think the only ones that criticize me is probably like my mom or like, yeah. you know, like my, this, the closest, like my immediate family. And then everyone else is pretty much just like, oh, you know, I mean, I guess they see that my page isn't just cannabis. I'm not always smoking. I'm not, you know, I, 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 all the topics that I talk about every day are just not revolve around cannabis. Right. You know, I, so I mention it here and there, but it's not just that. So if every post is a different topic and most of the cannabis, but they also see that they see what I'm trying to do. My overall goal is just to make other moms feel like they're not alone. Right. And you do a really good job with that. Thank you. And make it also, you know, make it also known that, I'm yes, I'm a mom, but I'm just like every other mom. I have the same concerns. I have the same problems as you know everybody else. And and me smoking cannabis doesn't make me any different. Yeah. Than the mom, you know, drinking her glass of wine at the end of the night. <laughs> I know the whole mom wine culture is so like you could take a picture breastfeeding your baby with a glass of wine in your hand and post it, and everyone would be like, ha ha ha, so cute. But you do it like. You could never, ever do that with cannabis. Right? Or if I'm holding a baby and I'm eating an edible, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're consuming? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you look it up, you know, especially the more fat you have, like I mentioned, by the time the THC goes through your system, it doesn't affect the baby at all. Yeah, it's like I've seen some diagrams of how it gets broken down in your system by the time it's like in the breast milk. And it's like 0. 0.000008 milligrams yeah. or something like that which is nothing yeah and then on top of that you know we have an endocannabinoid system and so does your baby yes exactly yeah. we're gonna change the world <laughs> i know i really hope so and i'm so glad that you know this people are actually looking into it and considering these things you know like, like recently i had you know shared with everyone my recent OBGYN um experience and i had told them told everyone on my story how you know, what my doctor said, you know, he's not concerned. The only, his only concern would be at birth. If I test, if I test positive, that they will get CPS involved. Yeah. And, you know, my brother like lashed out on me and was like, don't be fucking stupid. Like you're, you know, you're smoking cannabis. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't be an idiot. And I was just like, and I just said, okay. Cause you know, at the end of the day, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I just kept saying, okay, Okay. And it's and also like, it's just miseducation, misinformation. Like if he yeah. took if he took a half hour to actually look it up on like you know, studies that have good resources and stuff like that, not the ones that are biased and for pharmaceuticals over cannabis, but the information's right. out there, you know, and if you're not going to take it upon yourself to educate yourself and have your own opinion, then that's your choice. You know, it's not our job to change everybody's minds. It's just our jobs to speak our truth. Exactly. And I just kept saying, okay, okay. And he was like, oh, you're being a smart ass because no one can tell you anything, right? Because you're a know-it-all. And No, like, you know no. what? You can't tell me what to do with my body. Thanks. Right. And I just thought, and I said, I was like, you know, this is my, like, this, I'm the mom. Like, yeah. let, let me, my doctor's not worried about it. You shouldn't be worried about it either. 
And I, it's not my, and like, like you said, it's not my job to educate him. Right. And I told him, he was like, well, you know what? You do your research. And I said, I have. <laughs> I have done research and I'm confident in what I'm doing. So your opinion doesn't matter. You're allowed to have, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but you're not entitled to disrespect me. Yep. And mm. so you do what you want with that. Why don't, I told him, why don't you go look it up? Why don't you go look up what an endocannabinoid system is? Why don't you do your own research before you come at me asking me to do my research because I have. Right. Ugh. Well, good for you for standing up for yourself because, you know, there's a lot of people who don't want to rock the boat and, you know, would just say like, okay, I'll stop and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe he will read some articles. Maybe he will do some more research. I doubt it. <laughs> <But> Lost cause. <laughs> it is what it is. I can't, I've, I've learned that. I can't change anyone. I can't change anyone's mind. All I can do is do right by me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because you know, we do, I'm sure there's there's moms that come across my page and they're like, oh, wow, she's a mom and she's, you know, using cannabis while she's taking care of her kid. And it's yeah. like, no one ever says anything to me, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I know. I, everybody and their fucking mom are pregnant right now and I'm around a couple pregnant people that I see often and um, I don't know. I just feel like they're not judging me, but they're not doing it. And so I have those thoughts like, oh, they probably think like I'm just doing it recreationally or whatever and I don't want to stop, but it's a medicine and it helps. And when you're pregnant, you know, there's so many hormone changes and anxiety and pain so like right now I'm dealing with this crazy sciatic pain that I've been trying everything I've been trying like chiropractor acupuncture massages I'm wearing a pregnancy band and honestly the thing that helps the most is cannabis my topicals and my my volcano vaporizer that's what takes the pain away the most so it is what it is (laughs) yeah you have to do have to do like right. or, I mean you have to own your business so it's not like you're just oh my back hurts I'm just gonna go lay down today you yeah. know <laughs> there's things to do and then exactly. you have little ones too so they also need you yeah speaking of little ones does your son know what cannabis is and why you use it no the conversation hasn't come up right he does see me it's not like we're sitting on the floor playing while I'm smoking or anything, but you know, uh, we're home alone and he sees me like I'll step outside. He's an independent kid, so he knows that, like, oh, if I'm outside, like, he'll either go outside to play or he'll just stay inside. But he likes to have eyes on me or know what I'm where I am. Mm-hmm. So if I step outside, he will look outside, like, okay, she's she's there, like, it's fine, she's there. And so he knows that I'm smoking, but he doesn't know what for yet. He hasn't asked, mm-hmm. and and he also knows not to touch it. Oh, okay, yeah. So not for him, sit, <laughs> yeah. Or if like for some reason I, you know, put it down for a second because I need to use the restroom, or I put it down for a second because I need to get the door or something, and he he'll see it there, but he won't. I just I don't know. I don't think he even cares or even is interested or anything. But you know, when the time comes, I mean, like I said, he just turned four, and he's probably gonna ask, you know, what is that or what are you doing or actually going to get curious. So right. when he does, I don't have a problem with explaining to him what cannabis is or why I use it. 
I mean, obviously age appropriately. I'm not going to go into this big old lecture. He's yeah, not get right, it. right. But and you won't you have know, to not... if you're just open about it from the beginning, you know. Right. My dad, um, my biological dad, he he actually was sal weed. Like that's what he did. Right. Like we, like we're looking back now, he's never worked. Oh wow. He, yeah, he. My parents didn't work, and I grew up. Well, my dad's Colombian, and so um, I guess we were that stereotypical Colombian people who sold, weed. you know, <laughs> sold drugs. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know they would, and they would have it, um, you know, brought from not just you know cannabis, other things too, brought from Colombia, and. Like, that was the family business. And I, you know, at the time, I didn't know, but I did know that he smoked weed or cannabis. So I remember going to school and, you know, dare. Yeah. And like, oh, you know, cannabis makes you like this and it makes you do this. And I was just like, but that's not how my dad is. Well, I love your story, every part of it. Thank you so much for being, like, open enough and sharing. You really are an open book, like you said. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I'm going to be an advocate and I don't want, you know, like I said, my my overall goal is for other moms to not feel alone. Yeah. And, and where can other moms find you, your social media, your writings? How can we stay in touch with you? So my social media is who let me be a mom on Instagram. And I, on in my bio on Instagram, I have a link tree where you can see everything else where I'm connected to. But as far as social media, I'm just on, I'm on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's the best one. If anybody ever wants to reach out and, you know, talk and I am also a good listener and, you know, I, I like I, I'm not a doctor, but. I will give you advice if you ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to vent and to listen for someone to listen to you and how you're feeling, I'm there and I won't I won't give you unsolicited advice unless you ask for it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well, thank you again, Sabrina. I am we're going to have to do this again once you have baby number 2 so I can check in on you and see what your cannabis use is like then. Yes, I would love to. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And um, I hope that the rest of your pregnancy goes well and good luck with your sciatic pain. (laughs) Thank you. And I hope that your nausea goes away and good luck with the rest of your pregnancy, mama. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. This has been Canna Moms with Canna Bombs. Go smoke a joint. You deserve it.